Houston wide receiver Tank Dell, a polarizing name that does not fit the ideal measurements for the wide receiver position. We're going to talk about the pros, the cons, and what you need to know about him. How does he compare to the field of the other receivers in this class? We'll discuss that next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. Um, you can find me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL, National Scout with the Draft Network, and your favorite and local running back guru. And I cannot, cannot, cannot talk about championship rings and things without Mr. LSU himself, 2019 champion Keith Sanchez. You can find him on uh, Twitter at The Talent Code. Keith, talk to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, Senior Draft Analyst with the Draft Network, man, in 2019 National Champ. Yes, those LSU Tigers, man, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and the list goes on and on, man. But DP, you know why we're here, man. You know why we're here. We're here to talk championship-level content surrounding the NFL Draft. Yes, championship-level conversations that we're having on this podcast, man, the DP. Man, we have a game changer, man, a playmaker that we want to talk about, man. The guy's listed at 5'8", 5'9", but they call him Tank, man. Tank Dell, DP, man. Let's get into him. I think we have a sponsor right before that. Of course, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game. Tank Dale, Keith, one of the more polarizing names because he doesn't fit the size and body type measurements, Keith, but when we, we both studied this young man, we've seen him down in Mobile. What stands out to you? What are the pros that, that fans should be aware of with the game of Tank Dell? I think it's the explosive speed, man. And I know it's like, oh, okay, here we go again. But no, I think it's it's not only the speed just taking the top off, right? But it's the speed and the intermediate routes, man. It's the speed that scares defensive backs because, listen, when you when you line up, and it's like, okay, I know I'm dealing with a vertical thread. And we've seen these guys, right, that, like, run fast in a straight line. Let me kind of explain it. For most defensive backs, that's not an issue, man. It's not an issue if I just know that you're going to run straight because I'm going to turn and run straight also, right? And, and that's, you know, I could run stride for stride for you. But what scares you is this. These guys that are that are, have the speed, but they can do different things, meaning that they, they're dynamic and they change angles. Meaning if you're talking about a wide receiver that runs a post corner or a corner post, right, and I have to flip my hips – at these same accelerated speeds, that's what scares me, right? Or we're talking about the middle of the field, DP, and he's running these, you know, 15-yard digs, and he's getting out of his brakes, and then now he's sprinting away, and he's explosive in that. So those are the things that scare defensive backs, and those are the things that I see with Tank Dell that I think he's more than, you know, just a guy that you would just throw the title of speed guy on his name. I think I think this is a guy that can be – I don't want to say a complete wide receiver because then that's giving him the notion of being a wide receiver one, but I think he's a lot more versed than what people uh, give him credit for. 
Keith, I, 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 with, with the, the conversation around him, I love everything that you said. It goes to, you know, everybody likes to use historical data. You know, he doesn't meet the size measurement, so he's an outlier, right? But we've seen smaller guys come in the league. And Marquise Hollywood Brown, like, I think he's listed at five, nine and a half, 166 yeah. pounds coming into the league. And up until, like, you know, he's been a good player for the Ravens, right? Just the Ravens won a pass-happy offense. But he was the number one receiver for Lamar Jackson. Then when he got traded last draft, during the first round, Lamar Jackson went to Twitter and said, what the F? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he WTF, like, what is going on? So, no, like, the thing that, that really stood out to me, Keith, and, and I'm going to say this, he has a full bag in terms of the just the natural receiving ability, right? Route running, pace, tempo, speed, the ch- uh, change of direction, in and out of breaks. This young man, Keith, and, and for a guy that's 166, he actually handles press better than you would expect when you turn the tape on too, Keith. Yeah, I, and so let's talk about the size part of it, right, and where the NFL is now. And, and we hear, you know, we watch the games and we hear the commentators, right, and what they always talk about, getting your playmaker in space, getting your playmaker in space. And so when you have a playmaker in space, let me tell you what that kind of minimizes the need for all the time. Size, right? Because now it's more about can this big guy tackle this little guy, right? That's extremely explosive. Now it's about speed, right? When we're talking about in space. Now it's about athleticism. Now it's about who, you know, who has the, the best reactionary athleticism, who has the quick twitch hips, who, you know, who can break down the best, who has start stop ability. So when you when you make the game and you you bring it outside of that kind of phone booth and you put it to the space element, right? I think things change. Things change in, in size doesn't matter as much i'm not saying that size doesn't matter at all right but for tank dale and his usage and how he has shown that he can be effective is not something that i would totally kill his game because like i said man he's continually shown to be more versatile than just a speed guy that can take it off of the top man we've we've watched him we've done you know plenty of of film breakdowns of this guy and he's shown to be a very verse wide receiver in what he does Keith, we, we talk about the speed, right? But the, the real thing is a short area speed, short area burst. His 10-yard split in the 40-yard dash was 149. Keith, that puts him in the 93rd percentile, meaning that you got to – it's not so much the, hey, I got to protect deep. It's, man, this dude can change directions and win in the short areas so quickly that you always have to be on alert with him, Keith. The inside routes, the outside routes. He's a guy that, and then you think about, yeah, he's five, what, five eight, five nine, one sixty six, one seventy, whatever he is. You know, an NFL team's like, well, I'm gonna put him in the slot. I'm gonna back him off the ball, and now you can't really get your hands on him, right? We look at the look at Cooper Cup, who's a bigger a bigger guy, right? He's a bigger guy, but he's a far less of an athlete in terms of his, uh, you know, quickness and speed down the field and everything. And Sean McVay's like, okay. Well, beating press may not be your strongest suit. I'm just going to keep you away from it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to just back yeah. you off. I'm going to motion you into and, bunt sets and all of that. And, and that's something that the Cowboys have done with C.D. Lamb also. Like, nobody Good talks point. about it, but the Cowboys have done that with C.D. Lamb. When Amari Cooper was there, C.D. Lamb aligned in a slot, right? Then they tried to put C.D. Lamb in an X slot to where he, you know, took on a lot of press man situations. But that wasn't necessarily C.D.'s strong point. So you see C.D. go into motion a lot, right? You go into motion – so that way the cornerback cannot just line up, get in their stance and be able to press you. You you know what I'm saying? You get in these stagnant alignments, these stagnant sets, things like that. You get free releases. So now you can just use your speed once again in space, DB. So I think that there is room. And maybe 20 years ago, 15 years ago, this player would have scared me even more. 
But the way that the NFL is trending, man, we're talking about so many different new things, wide receivers lining up in the backfield, right? Like how many times have we seen these kind of fake orbit, right, to where he runs, right? You know, you think he's going all the way in motion. He comes right back out. Quarterback throws in the football, gets him the football in space. He's able to make a couple of defenders miss. So there's definitely a role for this guy, man. And I like the skill set. I like the mental temperament. I like that he played at Houston. And then guess what? He came to the senior bowl against, quote, unquote, bigger name guys, right? And he said, you know what? I'm not afraid of that part. I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready to go. And then by the end of the senior bowl, DP, this was a guy that had cornerbacks nervous to line up against him and that speaks volumes because guess what if those guys were nervous i'm pretty sure there's gonna be some guys in the nfl that's going to be nervous also to line up against this guy so man i i think he could be really fun but dp man transitioning to the next segment there's two things i want to address right when we're talking about the tank Dell profile i want to talk about team fits right and then we're also going to go through other smaller wide receivers because this is a class that's full of 5 10 5 11 wide receivers i want to see where does tank Dell rank for you personally amongst those wide receivers. So two things coming up next, man. We're going to talk about possible team fits for an explosive wide receiver like Tank Dale, and then we're going to talk about ranking this guy amongst the West, the rest of the slot kind of speed guy wide receivers in this draft. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile gaming app, and if you've ever thought you'd make a good GM, you got to give this game a try, guys. I promise you it's a lot of fun, but it's not as easy as you may think to create a dynasty with Ultimate Football GM. You're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise. You think you could do a better job than NFL GMs by hiring the right coaches and coordinators? Then give it a shot. Managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, you got to give it a try. Navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, uh, player personnel issues, all the ups and downs of a season. All of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football Team is completely uh, free and playable offline. You can play on on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked on NFL Draft listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. Just make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That ultimate that's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Keith, you, you talked about it. There are a lot of smaller receivers in this class. This class does not have a lot of big body X type of receivers, right? It's more of the movement Z slot guys. So when you look at this class, Keith, essentially Tank Dell versus the field, where does he rank for you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, we're going to throw out a couple names, right? I'm going to throw out Josh Downs, right? Throw out Jordan Addison, um, and I'm going to start with those two guys, right? So, so Josh Downs, man, this is another dynamic guy um, who works majority in the slot. But I, I'll say this. I think Tank is more explosive than Josh Downs. I think Josh is smooth. I think Tank is explosive. So, man, I, I, it's really tough, right, because you're talking about a guy with Josh that shows you to be so nuanced um, in, in what he does, man. So you're asking me to choose one or the other. It seems like – it's tough, right? It's a real tough situation. Um, but I may go with Tank, man. If I'm going upside, I'm going to go with Tank just because I believe the speed is real. Um, I, I think these guys ran almost the exact same 40, but I have to be honest, man. I had one tweet in, in, in DP. I was probably famous for probably, uh, you know, maybe three hours on Twitter, man, that talked about Tank Dell 40 time. And that was the fastest 4 or 5 40 I ever seen in my life. 
So it, it looked a lot faster than that. And we talked about his 10-yard split. And that's more important, right, than running 40 yards in a straight line. So I, I think I'm going to go with Tank Dell, man. Um, you know, if I'm talking about upside as a football player. No, I, I agree with you, Keith. They, they, they are not the same caliber of athlete in terms of speed. I've watched them both. And, you know, and I love, you know, me, I love Josh Downs. And I have those guys graded very, very close together. I have both of them as round two type of players. Because yes. at the end of the day, like, I want to build my receiver court like a basketball team. I cannot win with five Shaquille O'Neal's on the court. Sorry, it's just not possible. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not covering Steph Curry and Klay Thompson off of down screens and pick and rolls. It's just not going to happen, guys. So you need to have the slashers. You need to have your point guard, your three-point shoot. You need to have all these guys that can do different things. And that's why I'm high on guys like Josh Downs and, and, and Tank Dell. But when it t- pertains to these two, man, like this is tough, Keith, because both of them have that really good, great balls. They both got ball skills too. Yes, it's definitely close. It's, it's close. So, I mean – I'm gonna go Josh Downs because Josh Downs is my guy. Like that—that's oh, yeah. my dog. I, I love Josh Downs. <laughs> well, he's literally one of my like. He's a top five receiver for me um, in this class, man, and, and, and everything. But I will say this: I, I believe that Tank could live on the outside with moving him off the ball. Right? You know what I'm saying? I think with the, his experience playing outside and his release package, because you know what. No, I got to flip that. I'm actually going to take Tank. And the reason why is because I had to think about it. For, I had to go back to my scout reports, man. And I thought about it. Like, okay, one of the things that Josh Downs doesn't see a lot is press man coverage. So I do have concerns about his actual release package at the NFL level if he's put out wide where he only has a essentially a two-way go. Is he's outside or inside, right? But – I've seen Tank on the outside win versus press. I've seen him on the inside win versus press. Great feet, good hands, and he has a he plays stronger than people believe as well for his thin frame. And Keith, I've compared him to a mini Devonta Smith in terms of you see a guy that's slim and slender, but he plays bigger. We watched this tape together, matter of fact, and we watched him moss a guy, go up, just post him up on the on the on the uh, comeback route and jump over the guy, Keith. So I'm gonna go tank uh, tank Dell over Josh Downs. Okay, cool, man. Next up, the other guy that I want to talk about. Um, well, change it up a little bit. The guy that I want to talk about is Marvin Mims, Oklahoma wide receiver Marvin Mims, man, because he's a guy that has flown under the radar. Obviously, and we, we continue to say this, right, like that too many times team success gets placed right upon prospects, right, and things that they can't control, man. I think the narrative would be different around Marvin Mims if Oklahoma would have went 11-1 and this year or something like that. Right. So, DP, who are you taking, man? Are you taking Oklahoma wide receiver Marvin Mims or are you taking Tank Dell? Man, I'm I'm actually going to lean into Marvin Mims here, Keith. Uh, bigger frame, explosive guy, uh, great ball skills in my opinion for a sub six foot receiver. But you know, a guy that wasn't asked, and he said this at the combine, I wasn't asked to run a technical route tree, and that's a part of scouting guys that you got to really take it take heed to. Don't judge a player for what the team asked them to do, as if that's that they can't do anything else. Because he says I have a receiver coach and I work on my routes all the time. They just don't have me run a wide variety of routes. So I think he has a higher upside, Keith, and I'm going to lean on the upside. Um, but, you know, Tank Dell is a dog. But I, I think that we could get a much better version of uh, Marvin Mims in the NFL offense. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you, man. This was one tough. Uh, this one was tough, and I know that Marvin Mims, like I keep saying, man, he's a relegated. Like, people really don't know his name too much. Uh, but 
you talk about speed, right? This guy, I think his, his speed somewhat matches Tank Dell, and he backed that up at the combine, right? You're talking about a 4-3-8-40 officially. Um, and the reason that we're talking about the 4 is because you see that on film. I see this guy separate from defenders easily on film to where when he ran that 4-3-8, it was more of a check-the-box type thing or, you know, like that's what I thought type of situation. So I agree with you, man. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Marvin Mims. I think this is an explosive guy, um, a guy that don't be surprised if he goes – you know, day two, uh, possibly in the second round. I'm like, okay, why haven't I heard the name that name this much? It's because people are relegating team success to player success, man. So the last guy, DP, before we talk about team fits, right, is Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee's Jalen Hyatt, who is the guy that's known as the most explosive wide receiver in his draft. We've seen him, I think what he scored, five, six, Seven, he's probably still scoring touchdowns on Bama defense right now. Um, but he's just known as the most explosive guy, man. So who are you taking, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, or are you taking Houston wide receiver Tank Dell? Tank Dell. Um, for me, Keith, it's, it's not even it's, it's not even close for me to be honest with you. I just finished watching Cam Smith and one of the game, the cornerback from South Carolina, and, and one of the games I watched was him versus Jalen Hyatt, and he took that matchup on. What? How did they defend him? They made him catch the ball underneath. And say make a play. And it wasn't something that he's comfortable doing, really, if he's not running away from people. Tank Dell, if you give Tank Dell cushion, as we've seen, he's going to stem you. He's going to snap off, come back to the ball. Now he's also, remember, he's a punt returner, a punt kick returner that knows how to win post-catch. So a guy like that, where you're telling him, yeah, win underneath, get the ball underneath, that could be dangerous because all it takes is a couple's move, uh, a couple steps in the move to really uh, move a guy off a spot and cut off of it, Keith, and now he's down the field heading to the end zone. So I, t- I think he's actually the more dangerous receiver because outside of the speed, if you if you corral him in terms of Jalen Hyatt, Keith, you, you limit any type of impact that he, he can offer to a team. But uh, Tank Dell, if you tell him to be that quick hitter, I think that really uh, plays into his game uh, much more than it does Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, I agree, man. I think Tank is more, and we talked about this at the top, but I, I do think he's more versatile than Jalen Hyatt as a wide receiver prospect. Um, you know, Jalen Hyatt has a lot of hype around his name. I think there is usage for him, but I think right. you can't put Tank in, in, in more different situations, call different things for him. DP, um, we talked about, man, team fits. Like, what what teams do you want to see? Like, do you are you saying, like, all oh, 32 should be after him? But, you know, it's still offensive scheme, right? Like, in, in what teams do you want to see with the, you know, draft him because you think they'll be able to get him the football and put him in the best situations? I mean, of course, you know, this is low-hanging fruit, but the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Like Andy Reid, and, and we saw the creativity he's been able to do in the Super Bowl, right? He ran the same play on opposite sides of the field in the red zone with Scott Moore getting the touchdown and Kadarius Toney getting the touchdown, right? So you know that he can – he can move those guys around and understands the strength and weaknesses of their physical uh, outlook and profile. So I would love to see him in that type of offense, working with Andy Reid. Now, you know, of course, they have Jahan Dotson, but Washington have an Eric Bieniemy, a guy who also knows how to – who's been under that tree and understands how to use guys like that. And, and like I said, they have Jahan Dotson, who uh, isn't too far off in terms of skill set-wise and – game in my true in my honest opinion from a tank Dell. And he went first round last year, Keith. Uh so Washington, um man, I, I Las Vegas, the Raiders, right? If you go have Jimmy G now you got, you got Hunter Renfro. Go get another uh, slot machine, another. But this time you got more juice in, 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 with this one, with this guy, with, with a Tank Dell, where you give those timing and rhythm routes that that Tank can run. 
uh, with, with Josh McDaniels calling the offense and Jimmy G at the quarterback position, you know that Devont that Devontae Adams is going to pull double coverage. Now you got two guys in the in the in the portions of the field where Jimmy G actually excels rather than getting him a deep threat on the outside where his deep ball has never been his thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. And the one team that immediately comes to mind because we talk about complementary pieces, right, and how to build your team, I think about the Los Angeles Chargers. They need, like, just a, a speed like guy, right? Like, you talk about Mike Williams, you talk about Keenan Allen, you throw a Tank Dell in that situation, where he's the clear number three, but his number three is, like, different, right? Like, yeah. if he's matched up on defense's third corner, your cornerback is probably in trouble, to be completely honest. So I like that situation. DP, real quick, man, because we talked about size with Tank. And quick hitting, just want this to be quick before we transition. How are you negotiating the size situation, right? Because, like, people are going to say that, right? You're getting tackled. At the end of the day, it's still football. It's a collision sport. How do you negotiate, man, this guy is still 160 pounds out there, and he's going to get hit, injury projections and things like that? Man, you know, for, of course, like, for me, it's just, like, getting him in space, Put him in an advantageous situation. I'm not throwing him into a crowd, right? I'm not running him into a ton of traffic, Keith. Yes, I'm going to use him in the middle of the field, um, more so over routes, slants, crossers, things of that nature, going from one end to the other end. I'm not going to have him, you know, break down in the middle of the field as a quick button hook guy between two middle linebackers and tell him to catch the ball and absorb the contact. I'm not putting them in a lot of those situations. I'm being very specific in how I use them, Keith. And I want to throw out something, something real quick. The Minnesota Vikings, I forgot one team. Minnesota, you got Justin <laughs> Jefferson, K.J. Osborne, man, T.J. Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook in the backfield for as long as we know right now. But, man, right. you throw Tank Dell in that situation, Dangerous situation. Dangerous with gas. situation. Yeah, man, and when you're talking about injuries, man, it's, it's always hard to project injuries onto players. Some players play, you know, 10 snaps and then get injured, right? You could get right. – we've heard about – freak accidents, players getting hurt, getting out in a cold tub and things like that, man. So it's always tough to project injuries. That's why I try to stay away from that conversation. But I know it's going to be a topic surrounding Tank Dell, obviously, because he is a smaller prospect. But, DP, man, listen, man, we're heading into the weekend, baby. We're in a weekend grind. I think we're less than 16 days away from the NFL draft. So, you know, we don't we don't stop watching film, man. So coming up next, we have our Who You Watching segment, man. Um, We're going to let you guys know who we have on tap coming in well coming into this weekend and that we'll be able to talk about next week and really get next week started who are we watching heading into the weekend keith i have a slate of cornerbacks i think you do as well yeah i do i had a cornerbacks on that and i'm excited dp i'm excited because this is such a polarizing draft class and i'll be completely honest i've i've watched a good bit of the corners right but I, I, the way and obviously the approach we're taking this right like going cornerback 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 right like and being able to watch them in sequential order i think it's going to be really good from a comparison standpoint of uh, being able to comp these guys you know compare these guys you know back to back and i'm really excited to see you know joey porter jr dive all the way into a uh, devin witherspoon and the reason i may be excited to see a devin witherspoon is because you know me man I, i've always talked about this with cornerback evaluations I know it's fun when we see cornerbacks tackle and they make the big hits and all that, but I pay my cornerbacks to cover. That's what I do. I pay you to cover that wide receiver. All right, right? Deion Sanders. I, all right, Deion. As a cornerback, I just need you to get in the way. That's all I want you to do. Just get in the way. If you can disrupt it a little bit, but I'm not. I'm not giving you like you know. So if he's 
a better tackler than cover corner, then we're going to have to have some conversations, right? So I want to see about that, man. There's been a lot of talk about Joey Porter Jr. and what he is versus what he could be. Um, Julius Brents, man, a guy that I've been consistently stock up, stock up, stock up. Um, I initially gave him a third round, seen him at the senior bowl, gave him a second round. Now we're talking about top 20 pick. I may push back against that a little bit. I'm not sure yet, DP, but um, I'm excited about this cornerback class. No, man, listen, me me too. You got something else? Yeah, one other guy, man. You know I love a ball hawk at the cornerback position. DB, DP, you know I love talking DBs, period, man. Of course, of but course. Emmanuel Forbes, man. I'm excited. My God, to let's go. I'm excited to get eyes on him and really watch him in depth because, like I said, man, if, if the ball skills are elite and I feel like he holds his own, Man, I'm throwing the weight out of the comp. Like, I can care less about the weight. Let's just roll with it. He might be the Tank Dell right on the defensive <laughs> side of the football, man. So, um, man, those are a couple guys that I'm excited to get into. Man, you know, you know, I love, I love my guy Emmanuel Forbes, aka Mister Pick Six himself, the Pick Six leader in all FBS. Keith, you know, like you said, Joey Porter Jr., Devin Witherspoon. I've seen Devin Witherspoon throughout the season, but just being able to watch him back to back to guys, right? But I get to really sit and study. Your boy, Keetra Clark and Clark Phillips, right? Two of the smaller corners, but two guys that got dogs in them, Keith. Like ball skills, they're, they're sticky mm-hmm. in coverage. I can't wait mm-hmm. to watch these dudes. Now, you have to let me know about Keetra Clark because, listen, man, I'm on a mountain, and I'm on a mountain by myself. I'm on a Keetra <laughs> Clark hype train by myself, man. I started it three, four months ago. Nobody ever joined me. So um, I'll be interested to hear your takes away, man, from from uh from Keechel Clark because, I, like I said, man, I think he's an exciting football player, but um, it seems to be I'm out there by myself. But that's okay. That's okay. Listen, I told you I, I had to get eyes on him. And one of your other boys, Deontay Banks, I get to actually sit down and watch him as well this weekend. A guy that I've seen the clips of him just, like, hemming dudes up at the line of scrimmage and jacking guys up in press coverage. Got me excited, Keith. I like the physicality at the line of scrimmage, baby. I love it. And he's got all the ideal measure, height, weight, speed. He's got everything to be a CB1 for NFL defense. Man, sign me up. But I got to watch the tape first before I sign on that dotted line. I can't get my John Hancock until I'll knock it off the tape, man. Yeah, and the last guy that I'm, I'm excited to see, man, this is a guy that injured himself, um, and that's Garrett Williams from Syracuse. This is a mm. guy that was in a lot oh of first-round predictions early on into the year, right? But then he t- had a torn ACL, and then for obvious reasons, man, he he – you know, his, his his draft stock has fell a little bit, and it's just really because of out of sight, out of mind. But if he's good enough, man, I'm, I'm, I would feel comfortable if I'm an NFL team taking him, obviously knowing all the medical stuff, want to make sure all of that checks out because you're talking about one position that relies on having good knees and, you know, being completely healthy. It's definitely the cornerback position, but I'm excited to check that guy out from early in the year when he, uh, when he played. Nah, for sure, man. Listen, bro, I'm so excited to get into these corners and finish off our cross-checks a week before the draft. Uh, You know, 24-7, 365 for us, man, here on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast and over at the Draft Network where we do all of our scouting. But, guys, as always, we appreciate all the love and support. We, As we always tell you, go subscribe uh, or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as as it's available. We thank you all so much for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen not just today but every day monday through friday every week every month for keith sanchez you can find him on twitter at the talent code i'm damian parson dp underscore uh, nfl come and join the conversation again monday because we're heading into the weekend all right come and come on back on monday with us uh and join us again on the lockdown podcast network your team every day